You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week. Uh, we are, look, I think we're coming in as fresh as we've ever been this last couple of months. Yeah. Uh, feeling pretty good. Yep. The, the voice you hear there interrupting my introduction. Um, I'm just agreeing with you. Inter- interrupting my introduction is uh, once a one-time friend of mine, uh, potentially testing the friendship now, uh, and eternal throbber, uh, Edward Simpsonelle. You like the mic to yourself at the start, don't you? Well, I think that, you know what? I think maybe because one I can, week I, I can tell that you really you. enjoy it. No, no, we, look, I'm happy for you no, to I have it. No, I think that'd be important that maybe one week we see how you go. But is it upsetting you when I'm agreeing with what you're saying at the start? It's certainly, it, you know what? There's Reckon one, your flow? There's one thing that will never upset me, and that is when people agree with things that I say. Let's get that. Yeah. Let's just get that, get that straight forward. Well, I thought that's why I'm a little bit perplexed but I was to start just, the show. Because if, if you're a first time listener, they're going, wait, his voice just changed. Is that uh, still Tom? Yeah. But see, that's the thing as well, is that I'm just so used to it being a conversation between two old friends yes. that sometimes it's hard for me to adjust Natural early. instinct takes over. That's right. Could you give us a little dummy intro right now? Let's just, not like we're starting again, but if we were, you know. Okay. Look, I'll try, I'll try my best because I've never done one. No, so listen, three, two, one, the stage is yours. And we're back. Punters and dribblers, welcome to the home of Unqualified Opinion. And unwavering bias. Uh, big show, big week, plenty on. Yep. Plenty to dissect. I know, right? Uh, that's Tom, who is the co-host of the podcast. Yep. A friend of mine. Correct. Dear friend. Um, you can hear his soothing voice sort of coming in over the top of mine, wrecking my flow, wrecking my rhythm. Um, you know, look, rude, maybe Maybe a bit too much to say it was rude, but it's annoying. Um, you're feeling it now, aren't you? Now, now you're <laughs> no. seeing what it's like to have an intro. <laughs> I'm just like playing into what you're talking about, mate. <laughs> but pleasure to be here, Tom. Pleasure to be here. Um, great week uh, of sport. Yeah. Look, uh, well, uh, yeah. I'm not going to say great. You know I'm not, that I'm, was a default thing. I'm to not going to sit here and tell fibs. No, that and was tell fucking porky pies. I'm going to apologise. It's been a shit week. <laughs> it's been shit. It's been awful, mate. There's been a couple of tidbits in and around there. Like, I mean, what, we're going to get up and about about the bloody the, the kangaroos test win? I mean, <laughs> is that what we need to lean on now? It seems like that's all we've got at this Is point. that all the nation has? The 2020 victory? Oh, I mean, yeah, look, that is that where we're at now as a nation? Have we fallen so far that we need now, now need to get aroused by one-off test, rugby league test wins and 2020 uh, summer sh- openings? Yeah. Like, what is that? It's like a, a curtain raiser. Yes. I'm not getting... The day I get up and about over curtain raisers, bro... It's the day you retire. It's the day I hang up the mic. And the baggy green. And the big green that adorns my head. Hmm. So, not so, the greatest week in sport, no. but a week in sport. Look... A week has passed. Well, from a podcaster's perspective, it's and, a ripper. Because <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. Yes. But as a sports fan... Shit ass. Yeah, not great. Not great. Um, now, I would just like to just quickly let everyone know the Thick Ropes did lose again, did lose heavily, and I did get three runs before getting clean bowled for the fourth week in a row. But as it was described to me, went out swinging. Yes. I fell on my sword because I was missing so many balls that I felt I was doing a disservice to the other fellas that may have wanted to go. So I thought I'd just I'd just throw the bat around, mate. Bold again. Look, swinging from the hip. 
just, mate, I guess, swinging wildly, certainly with reckless abandon, uh, embarrassed myself, uh, told the missus I was going to get 100 when she dropped me off, yeah, said I said how many runs do you want me to get, doll? She said a hundred. I said she said a hundred. Yeah. Now look, she put me under some pressure there, uh, but I had to. I had to. I couldn't. Well, I mean, like I couldn't sort of. I've got to try and out for that. She luckily she hasn't asked me how many runs. I got. Of course, you got to try and out for that. You got to front foot that and go. Of course, baby girl, do it. With my, I'll do my it bloody myself. eyes yeah, closed. Yeah, 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 of course. No, yeah. I understand that. So I said, but yeah. I'm just saying, fuck, pretty bold from Steffi yeah, to was, throw the hundred at you. Yeah, put pressure on me, and maybe that's the reason I got three. Maybe it's not anyway. But look, thick ropes, uh, looking maybe to drop down a division, uh, such as being the four straight maulings that we faced. Well. But appreciate Max Porter continually uh, keeping tabs Mate, on us, good. You sending know what? me updates. You know what? I think it's good of a dribbler to to keep you accountable. 100%. But also, there's obviously, uh, you know, the punter and the dribbler is as much a fan of Thick Ropes County 11 as anyone else and are probably just as desperate for us to have a win. I think I'm now getting desperate. I mean, I want you to come on one day and just detail... A famous win. A famous win. Yeah. That's what I'd like. Because, yeah. I mean, again, not to harp on about it, but there hasn't been a whole lot of famous win- wins doing the rounds for us lately. No, I get you. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, weekends, not much really to report otherwise from the weekend. I think we probably just detail what it is we're going to rip into and then rip in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Oh, you know what, actually? Mm. I'm I'm glad I didn't carry on there because I was concerned to see during the week an image that sort of just floated across my social medias uh, and uh, some of the punters and dribblers that maybe have found you at Eddie Simpson on Instagram. Uh, Eddie with a Y as well, punters and dribblers, don't make that mistake. Um, You were at your home in your living room and someone had come over to give you uh, some sort of like UV light therapy to whiten your teeth. Look, the punter and the dribbler up in arms about they, this as they, well. Yeah, so, yeah. look, I think it's fair that we, we address it. I think we got it. to address, the we address it. So, first things first, wasn't on my Instagram. Okay, so you didn't put it up. I no. thought I saw it there. No, no, no. It was on call. I thought, I, I thought you put that so up. So, obviously, my girlfriend, Ella, she floats in these circles. I think it's one of her clients, right? And she's like, I was working at home because it was a 35-degree day. You love working at home. Yeah. Andrew and I had, make an ag- had made an agreement that it's going to be fucking hot. 35 degrees pretty warm. <laughs> yeah. So, we're going to work it up. Sure. I'm working at home. Els is at home. And Steph, her business partner's at home as well. Then, sure as shit, the, uh, the teeth whitening lady comes over. Do you want to give them a plug? I can't remember their name. Okay. I'm, Don't I'm, worry about it. Then. I'm going to say teeth, teethwhitening.com. Teethwhitening.com, yeah. Sure. Uh, she comes over and goes, I've actually got another chair. Do you want to jump in? And I was just like, fuck it. I'll see what all the fuss is about, right? So you lay down. They fucking plug you in. You, off you go. And then that's it. Now, I haven't named them. Because like it's it's they're wider, but they're not. I don't know. They're not outrageously wide, right? I wouldn't have noticed. Ha- I, I still don't really know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know if that's down to me not putting in the care that sort of you need to afterwards. So they're supposed to. You're supposed to have just white fluids and like white foods afterwards. For how long? Seventy-two hours. Oh, for anyway, fuck's sake. so we go out to fucking Mexican that night, right? And then the margaritas start coming out. And Edward has four or five, yes. and the tequila's got me up and about. Next yeah. thing you know, I'm ordering Negronis and I'm sucking on oranges. So <laughs> uh, I might have fucked it. I don't know. I don't know. But like, I don't think they're that white. So no, they're not that white. No, nah. they're not particularly white. Like no, you're wearing a white shirt. You now. don't look at me and go, mate. Damn, those are some you, white teeth. Yeah. So. 
Look, I'm not going to throw them under the bus because no, I think I may be directly didn't responsible. Do, right, didn't do what partly I was partly responsible. Didn't do what I was told. Do you know what there's the charges for a for a teeth whitening such as that? Well, free for us. Well, obviously, obviously, I would hope you didn't pay for it. Ah, uh, it's. $300. Jesus. Yeah. Best not to name it. So apparently, the person that owns it, 24, now a millionaire. 24 years old. Now a millionaire. And now a millionaire. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't knock that, can you? Can't knock that numbers? sort of cash. You can't knock that sort of business now, but I can knock Eddie and so can you, and you did, uh, and we appreciate well, that. Well, thanks for keeping me honest, punished. Well, you've got to, you know? Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, so now we can get into the sport. We're talking union. Obviously, the World Cup final, uh, we know who's in it, England, South Africa, and the semifinals. New Zealand got knocked out. Shocking. We'll talk about it. Oh, we'll be talking about it, mate. Uh, rugby league. Sam Burgess's shoulder looks to be rotting from the inside out, and he may have to retire but also not but also because i've seen but photos also that there's some photos that maybe you know who, we don't know what's going on uh obviously huge huge and i say huge and it's an understatement but huge weekend of fights that were almost called off with nate diaz versus george uh jorge masvidal uh, we almost lost that fight and the world was poorer for it, but the TFU may have had something to do with it. Back on, we'll talk about it. Crumbles beat another team, beat them well, top of the table. Uh, dribbler dribbles, probably some other shit we forgot, but I think it's best now, punters dribblers, after we have given you an intro that was far too indulgent, far too long and far too dripping in dribble, that we talk some sport. Love to. Okay, so I'd like to start, Eddie, if I can, with the Rugby World Cup and England beating New Zealand. Now, obviously, Kiwi blood runs through our veins thick and fast. Yeah. Certainly more... Well, half my veins. Half of your veins. Yeah. And certainly more vigorously once your nation state of Australia mm-hmm. uh, is bundled out. That's right. Then it, sort, it starts to pump once yeah. more. Yeah, it's yeah. like after you've gone to the gym and you've got a good pump on and mm. you just, you know, flexing. You can feel it. Yeah, yeah. You can feel it. Yeah, Kiwi, yeah. Kiwi heritage That's popping right. through my veins. That's right. Uh, then they lost. And I didn't know what to make of it. And I mean, was I, you know, we were both had a couple, uh, couple to drink. So the game isn't as crystallized in my mind as it it's should not, be. It's not crystal, but the feeling is. Yes. So we obviously had Sunday, Saturday Arbo together and we had a couple and it was a hot day and we're out in the sun and that equals a drained little boy at the end yes. of things, right? So went home with the missus. She wanted to go home. I was like, fuck it. I'll be a good boy. Go home and watch, watch the footy. So got a burger, got chips, sat down. And just and just try to give my my full attention yeah. to it, right? It was you and the TV. That was me and the TV. And I just remember going, "Holy shit, England is here to play!" Bruh. Yes, yeah. Like they are not fucking around whatsoever. I was late to the pub. They were dominant. Bruh. I was I was on the way to the pub to we'd been in the park that day. Late in the pub, late on the way to the pub to go see the game. And before we got there, it was seven nil. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, bit weird. But also, like New Zealand could have been anything. Yeah, yeah. They'll come back. And then as you're watching it, there's just it got to a point, it was almost in the first half where you're like, I don't this doesn't look like New Zealand are gonna win it at all. That's what that's what that was that was the performance, right? Is that it was so dominant in in a weird way that I was just going, I can't see New Zealand winning this game. They're calling it some people. English people. English people, and they being very general, uh, the greatest English performance ever. Yeah, I've heard that. I think Martin Johnson said that. And he's a World Cup winning captain. Well, he knows what he's talking about, Martin. He knows his rugby union football. Uh, Martin, obviously, key heartbreaker from From 15 years ago. Well, do the maths, but... Fuck, whatever. Dior. Yes. But he, he said that. 
and I don't watch enough English rugby to you know no. sort of counter his claims, no. but it was certainly one of the most dominant performances I've seen. But also New Zealand by any team. New Zealand on a twelve-year hot streak. Like oh, the hottest streak. The hottest streak in rugby history, mm. and everyone sort of had him penciled in for a third straight. You and I included. Yeah, absolutely, we did. Um, well, we penciled our yeah. We well, thought we we're going to win our third. We thought we we're going to win our third. It was you know we were bloody you know we're over the moon. We were we had Bill in our hands, and we yeah. were, we were thinking you know Bill's coming back to finally give us a hug. Yes. Although, although, you know, you know, know he thinks I'm a, anyway, uh, didn't happen. No. Now, at what point do we officially lodge papers with the, uh, not the ATO, the, uh, ASIO about getting uh, Eddie Jones impeached? ASIO, yeah. Which is like Australia's CIA for the uninitiated. So. Yes. I look, I look, I think that we give Eddie two options. I mean, from my mind, Clearly the best coach in the world now. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's fair to this say, right? This is his third World Cup final with uh, third nations. He was assistant coach for South Africa when they won it. Yeah, in 2007. Australia, then 2007, yeah. South Africa, and now England. Now, although we left unceremoniously... We parted ways. We parted ways, right? Or he left us. Yeah. Or we kicked him out, I, I think. think. We I think we kicked him out. I think we booted him. I think we him, booted him. Now that I think him. about it. Yeah. From where I'm sitting... I mean, Japan beat fucking South Africa last time under his tutelage, and like he sort of set up Japan for their ascent to quarterfinalists this year. Yeah. He's the best in the world, yes. so I think we make a deal with him. We go, bruh, we're ripping up your passport, and we're impeaching you unless you come back and boy our boys. You've got to come back and coach the nation, otherwise we're locking you up. Come back for life. and coach your nation, otherwise I'm happy to make you stateless. Yes, I'm able to take your passport away. But we're also going to get you back, though. We're not going to allow you to roam free about the world. We're gonna we're gonna pull you back to Australia, and then we're gonna put you in a dungeon somewhere. But if he's stateless, like, and he goes to the and he goes to the airport, does he just get stuck in the terminals like that movie? Like uh, the terminal, I believe. It's yeah, called. yeah, yeah. Uh, potentially. And that's also bad, but I don't think that's as bad because at least terminals, they got TVs, you know, there's music playing, there's chairs, there's places to buy food. I need him locked away. You want him jailed? Dude, he's got to be jailed. If he doesn't come, I mean, this is already panic stations for Eddie because if he wins the World Cup, he only, he has to come back and coach the Wallabies. Otherwise, it's, you know, thanks for coming. You and, and Ricky Stewart locked up. Well, if he doesn't come back, and coach the Wallabies, he has officially turned his back on the country forever. Forever, yeah. As in, okay, I can sort of understand that you've gone chasing money and glory with England after we'd booted you. I still think you're a traitor, but like I get it, Yeah. right? But if you were to continue to turn your back on the the nation. When the nation now needs you. When the nation, no, but when the, if I'm, if we present an olive branch and come hat in hand and go, listen, you were shit back then, but also you're, not you're, that shit. But like you're you. better now, like you're great now. Yeah. So come back. Is this kind of like that that thing of going like you know now you're hot again? Like we, you sort of got out of shape. You maybe put on a few kgs and we booted you. Now you're back to now you're just looking gorgeous, mate. That's it's it's that's we the way it goes. Back. That's the way it goes. If you're looking hot and gorgeous again, you're an eye turner. Yeah, you're beautiful again, we want, baby. We want we want a ten on our arm. We want a ten. Who doesn't want a ten on our arm? Like everyone's on Team Tiger now. He's won his 82nd PGA Tour victory. He, 
tired Sam Snead. Everyone's team Tiger. Yes. But for eight years when Tiger couldn't get out of bed and he was beat as shit, no one was team Tiger. He got smashed from pillar to post. <laughs> Tiger's a loser. Tiger's done. Forget about Tiger. Like, yeah. that was it. Yeah. That was the rhetoric. That's now it. it's Tiger's king. Like, I love Tiger. Come over here, Tiger. Let me go, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> get on my arm. Yeah, get on my arm. So, of course, it stands to reason that the moment Eddie got hot again... That now we want him back. Now we want him back. And look, you could say that's fickle, but <laughs> who isn't? Don't don't pretend like you're not fickle. Like, I mean, I think fickle's fine as long as yeah. you acknowledge you're being fickle. Yeah, yeah. Fickle's you know fine. I mean? Exactly. Self-acknowledgement of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of being fickle is... is that, that, that basically washes your hands yes. of any judgment yeah. around it. You go, yeah. oh, you're, a fickle. you're being fickle. You're like, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're it's being like, very... It's like, it's like Dior. I don't know what I'm talking about. Look it up yourself. Look it up yourself, mate. Oh, well, I'm free of any wrongdoing. I may have just given you the wrong facts, but I dropped Dior. We're good. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Eddie, you're hot again. We want you back. It's like saying you're a fat gimp, no offense. <laughs> yeah. And me going, oh, well, you know what I mean? He he did say he wasn't trying to offend me, so play on. Yeah. So, Eddie, you are now hot again. Is it mm. fickle? Is it, uh, is it, you know, purely based on looks and aesthetic? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You better believe it, That's mate. 100% what it is. We want Ws and we want a 10 on our arm. Yeah. We want uh, a, Checky we want a- used to be a 10. Now he's not. Now he's not. And later, he's, bra. See you, bra. The see you later, bra. Now, t- depending on which way the winds blow come Saturday, there's been a lot of talk, Tom, a lot of talk about England potentially getting the double, the World Cup cricket, the World Cup rugby. Now, obviously, obviously that's not ideal. No. But I would also say this. It's already been done, bro. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? Uh, we did it oh, in did 99. We? Oh, did we? Do you we? know what I mean? Okay. It's like, yeah, that's cool, bro, but it's it's been done. Yeah, so this isn't a first. Uh, do you remember the fucking second person to climb Mount Everest? No, no. Of course you don't. No one gives a shit, mate. Right. You're second. Yeah. You're late to the party. In fact, you're 20 years late to and, the party. And, and you haven't done it yet. Yeah, and you also didn't really win the World Cup. So, look, in 99, we won them both. And it was Australian players with Australian coaches. Yes. Now, New Zealand, uh, sorry, now England have won uh, well, Cricket ch- World Cup with a New Zealander and, and they Jew. cheated. Yes. Uh, and then they're going to win a Rugby World Cup with an Australian if they win. So, not only are you late to the party it's that we invented, all day. it's asterisks the whole way through. So, yeah, it's not ideal, but I'm also like, I don't care because you're but cheating yeah, yeah. and you didn't do it right. I don't want it to late. happen. I don't want it to happen, but it could very well happen. Now, uh, what I also just am not looking forward to is a boring-ass fucking final. The last final they played didn't have a try in it. Yeah, 2007. Yeah. But that was in the throes of mediocrity in terms of it was World all rugby. penalties yes. and it was all field goals. Well, it was, it, was in it, was the, like, it was in the post-Johnny Wilkinson era where it was kicks, they'd hacked well, the game. Because you remember it was like 10 field goals a game. This was something about rugby union that's always annoyed me. If you have a crack at a field goal, you shouldn't get the ball back. No, it's a 22 dropout if you miss it. It's silly. No, it's like, no, 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 we'll, 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 get, take the, the ball we'll, we'll get the ball. From Otherwise, you should just cra- have a crack all the time, right? Which is what they did in yeah. 2007. Yeah, it's it's shit. Let's hope it doesn't happen. But the only thing was like, if it's drop goals or penalty a like South Africa and Wales, it was 
just kicking for goal essentially the whole fucking game. Whereas England, New Zealand was, let's have a crack, let's play some rugby. That was a good game. So yep. you just wonder whether now that England and South Africa are in the final, the mentality is going to be like, don't lose, don't lose, don't lose. So it's like, just take points. Or is it? Or is Eddie, because he's an astute operator, just going to go, listen, you just got to, you got to, you got to go out and win it. Because that's how we've got here. Look, he's an Australian and potentially, who knows? You know what I mean? That's how we. That's what we did last time, 2015. We went out and tried to win. We didn't. No, we but didn't. we had a crack. It's we, the we, way. we were in it. We were in it. Uh, look, remains we, to be seen. We're obviously heavily on South Africa. 100%. Loading up. 100%. What you need to know about Tom and I is England are last. Last in everything. They're our old foe. and Unless it was like England and America in something. Of course, bro. I think but that's like, we don't it. play the Yanks in anything. No. Because they just play themselves and announce themselves as, as world, world champions, champions in international in the, sport. In, exactly. And things that they only play against themselves. It'd be like the AFL guys calling themselves world champions AFL. It's so uh, presumptuous and uh, yeah. sort of just like... But I wouldn't rule that push. out for the AFL. What do you mean? As like, I wouldn't rule that out if they started dropping them. Oh, no. It's a very Victorian thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Victoria Very. is like mini, is like a mini America in terms of its uh, unbridled hubris. Yes, just their and, and self, their their auto fellatio. I was going to say that. <laughs> yes, they, they love, love sucking themselves. They up. love auto fellatio. Yeah. And look, if you're into that, sure, dude, no worries. Look, if you got ribs removed or you have what it takes to get that done, yeah. If you've got what it takes, if you're disjointed or double, double jointed, jointed rather, or huge. <laughs> Which you're not. Which you're not. So I'm so leaning I'm more towards like that Marilyn moves. Manson rumor, which obviously. Well, look, well, like, I don't know. I've never sussed him out. So I don't know. Like, if, if Marilyn comes out and goes, it was a rumor, like, prove it, bro. I don't know for sure. Show us the x ray, dude. I need to yeah. see some ribs. Well, I might even have to feel. <laughs> Feel the ribs. Yeah, well, let's X-ray like, the ribs. Sure. If we X-ray the ribs, I don't want to. Oh no, party. we're we're no, X-ray. We get him in. Yeah. Hello, yeah. sport. Hello, sport. <laughs> X-ray. Yeah, yeah. Which has just been constructed. <laughs> Thanks we, to the government for the funding. We X-ray Marilyn. Mm. Check out the rib situation. Yeah, count them. Count them, and then get him to try. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and if he can if he can then play on and then, so that's where we're thinking that's where that's Victoria, where Victoria is. comes in <laughs> this is where this mm. is where Victoria comes in in that we think that they've had a couple of ribs removed yes. and just gleefully <laughs> going down on themselves <laughs> <laughs> uh, although we can't confirm that well it's all alleged at but I'd point, like I'd like evidence to suggest otherwise. Well, because from where I'm sitting, it certainly all signs point to auto yeah, for lay. <laughs> Which I believe we would. I don't know how we got there. AFL world champions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Into auto yeah. for lay. That's rugby though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So a bit of rugby league. Obviously, um, I think the nation as a whole was gripped by the test match on Friday, but unfortunately, we won't have time to dissect it. Uh, because such was the uh, the majesty of the game, but the uh, well, I was on the margaritas. So Eddie was on the margaritas, and I was at home, uh, distracted by anything. But I sort of glanced at it. But it, you know, whatever. Who cares? Australia won. These games are a bit of a care, eh? Uh, but Australia won. Um, more interesting though is the uh, sort of off-season salacious shit. Uh, Sam Burgess 
not getting into his family relationship dramas, any of that bullshit. Not for us. That's, you know. But shoulder seemingly, from the reports, rotting from the inside out. It's like a compost heap in there. Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying he can't play again. Can't play Paying again. Paying him out. He got injured. He got injured earlier in the year and then got an infection and the infection has just been eaten away at his shoulder and it's fucked. So for the NRL to – for South to get it medically suspended, it has to be like a new injury. And so the infection is a key part of their case to getting him medically paid, paid out because the infection came after the shoulder injury and is what fucked him. But – if they get the medical clearance, he's getting paid $3.6 million, I think, over the next three years. Or just cash straight up. Well, I don't know if they'd pay him all of it up front. Maybe they would. Maybe he'd be like... Is he on 1.2 a year? I think so, yeah. I believe that's... I mean, again, I think salaries are never made completely public. So it's a there or thereabouts. Mm. But that's what's reported. Anyway, you then see photos of old Sam over in... New Mexico. 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 Cabo San Lucas. Full uh, of life. Full of life, full of piss. Full of vigor. Full of vigor on a boat, I believe, for Galo's pies. I don't know why. I think he was with the son of Galo. Yeah, and with his brother, uh, the older Burgess, who uh, no one is quite sure of his name, but the oldest one. Um, And he had some bird on his shoulders. I think it is Luke. Shout out to Luke. Shout out, bro. Yeah, and it didn't and it didn't look like a shoulder rotting from the inside like from where shoulder. I was sitting and I was sitting behind a newspaper. Yes. Best place to sit, they say. Uh look, shoulder didn't look rotten, but I mean, you know, looks can be deceiving, I guess, but not a great look for Sam if he's trying to get off on rotten shoulder grounds. What I want to figure out is what dickhead or or lady is well, she can be a dickhead as well. Who is selling these photos to the fucking Telegraph? Yeah, assholes, bro. Like, what's in it for you, bro? Money. I know, but how much? Wouldn't be that much, but that's what people are. That's what people do, bro. Leave him alone. Yeah, leave him alone. I wouldn't ever think of photographing someone and taking photos and sending them into to whoever the Telegraph. You send it to the boys for a bit of a giggle, man. Yeah, for a Yahoo. For a look at this bloke. Look what he's up to. But, but even, even then, you don't. I actually wouldn't even really then, because it's one of those. Ones but he's not he, doing anything not outrageous. Doing, no, he's, he's just, just having a boogie. Yeah, and he's got a scantily dressed lady on his shoulders, uh, and they're having a good time. Yeah, I don't think it's worthy of sending it to the Daily Telegraph. Like this bloke's left, gone home, uploaded them onto his little computer, and found someone to like email. Had a bit of a back and forth, maybe a negotiation, a bit of yeah, he would have gone. He would have gone to the bargaining. Daily Telegraph Facebook or whatever, and just hit him up with an inbox. And they would have been like, "Yeah, bro, here's thirty bucks. Go and buy yourself a Mate, fucking tequila." I, they, I guarantee you they probably wouldn't have paid more than a thousand dollars for the photo. But that's probably like what he. That's paid. a lot, though. Look, that's a lot, but that's what they paid. The Daily Telegraph is Men's Women's Weekly. Like, it is. It's yeah. a fucking absolute trash pile of a of a of a newspaper that I read the sports section of. Of course, like it absolutely gets you. I mean, and we've 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 spoken at length, Eddie, about sport being you know male reality TV. It's the only real reality TV out there, and the reason rugby league's so good is that the rugby league journalists of this nation work on building out the narrative outside of the game, especially in the off-season, but during the season as well. They are absolutely expert at it and could write probably for reality shows if the game were to finish today. Well, that's right. So with that in mind... They absolutely 
want all of this shit. So they would be big bickies. They would spend money because they're going, fuck, it's the off-season. Oh, you got a photo of Sam Burgess. There's already all this yarn about his shoulder. There's this yarn of the breakdown of his marriage. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, and he's in a bloody uh, leopard print bikini with a bird on his shoulder. Yeah, we'll pay you for him. Now, is that person an absolute piece of shit for sending him the paper? Yes. Are the people that uh, peddle in these wares and like buy these photos pieces of shit yes absolutely they are they are the biggest pieces of shit but if i'm just thinking of it purely from a like supply and demand situation oh there's demand buddy there's demand there's demand i'm just i'm i'm going back to the original lady or man who's gone out of their way to sell to do it. It's the same as that guy who sent the photo in the video of Mitchell Pierce fucking that dog on the on the drink. Like that guy's a piece of shit. Donut time guy. Donut time guy. Alleged. Yeah, alleged. Allegedly. Naughty boy. Yeah. Naughty and donut boy. time now, I think, in receivership. I believe I so. Know. That's now. what they call donut karma. <laughs> that is. That is cut and dried donut karma. You want to go in the donut game, allegedly, and then try and make a measly $1,000 off a rugby league player. That's when donut karma comes in yeah, yeah. and your business goes under yeah. because no one's that into donuts, bro. Not at that price. Not at that price. If you got a bag of cinnamon donuts, bro, from Donut King, sign me up. Oh, dude. But dude, I'm not paying 15 bucks for a donut, mate. That has like just like... I want 10 donuts for $15. 15 bucks. I don't want one donut for 15 bucks and you've got like sour worm stuffed in no, it. No, like, no, no. I don't need your brasserie no, no, style no, no, no. donut. No. I'm pretty much your your cinnamon donut or your half chalky or half pink chocolate. Your, uh, your half chocolate icing, half pink icing with your sprinkles on it. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's fine. That's all you need though in a donut, isn't no, it? No, no, no. Mate, give me a bag of hot cinnamon donuts with a coffee. For 15 bucks? See you later. That's... I I'm mean, done. That's it. That's a wrap on that's the That's afternoon tea, baby. You don't and need any And then a couple this, left over. This bloody, uh, like, you know, really, really high-tech donut shit. No, no, no. And a bloke that's prepared to sell videos of Mitch Pierce just having a bit of late-night fun. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Just like he doesn't get the donut game. No. The moment he sent that video, it was just a reflection of how little he got it. Yeah, and how, and sort of, and also, unfortunately, and this is all alleged... <laughs> Uh, but it's also just, uh, you know, his business now. Yeah. Because it's like... And his life now. Life now, business now, and donut now. I wonder if this latest ruffian, the one that sent the latest round of photos of Sam, is in the donut game. The donut game. game, or was in the donut yeah. game. Because yeah. let's be honest, the donut game was, an, was, was a booming industry <laughs> for probably about, like, Five years. Less. It was like maybe even less. less. It was like Krispy Kreme. Came oh no, but Krispy Kreme's no, but it's, it's waves. And then it's waves. You're right, it is. It's donut really King, like, which is still around. If but Donut you, King provides had, more than just donuts, yeah, yeah. and I think that's what is it, really important. Yeah, if it provides have, a lifestyle. <laughs> and you're absolutely right. But Krispy Kremes went to the moon. The moon, bro. And then people used to drive back to Dubbo with boxes of, of Krispy Kremes. And then now they're sold at 7-Elevens. Yeah. Such has been the fall from and now, the And then Mr. Donut Man, whatever his name. Donut, Donut Time. Time. That w- didn't, didn't reach the months? moon. Nine months? Yeah, no, didn't reach, certainly yeah. didn't reach the moon. Didn't get out of the atmosphere. No, didn't get out of the but atmosphere. But it went up to like 747 cruising attitudes. 747, maybe seeing the curvature of the earth. But then quickly mm. crashed down almost in conjunction with... 
Mitchell Pierce being thrown under the bus. Now, again, we must say that we have no evidence to suggest that anyone related to Donut Time or Donut Time affiliated in uh, business holdings yes. has anything to do with Mitchell Pierce being thrown under a bus uh, for fucking pretending to hump a dog. But what we are saying is that Donut Come is real. Eddie, are you as excited as I think the nation is for... You know, look, the term fight of the century gets thrown around pretty willy-nilly these days, and I don't like to be um, hyperbolic with my descriptions of any fight or, uh, you know, combat. But this this fight between Paul Gallen and Barry Hall, Battle of the Codes... Mm could be the fight of the century. Mm-hmm. Certainly, it's already the biggest fight in Australian history, but fight of the century. Happy to give it the mantle of fight of the century. Barry Hall couldn't be more jacked. Has, has, I don't think anyone... He looks like he's come straight out of 300. He's, mate, 100%. Like, he's Gerard Butler in his in, prime. Yeah, he's a in, his, in his CGI prime. prime. CGI prime, Gerard Butler. He Initially, I was thinking Gal's got him, right? Because Gal, mm. he's, he's, he's a stocky. He's just absolutely built like yeah. a brick shithead. Well, look what he did in 8 Miles. Exactly. Never forget. Um, but then I've been, obviously, diligently keeping across all of the uh, pump-up videos, Training videos, Barry on a bloody speed bike, yep. Barry on the bags, yep. bloody. Yeah, you got to be on it. You've got to be diligent with this sort of stuff, 100%. such as the punter and the dribblers. Like we we service the punter and the dribbler here, and if we weren't doing our job, then what the fuck is the point of it? Correct. Barry looking every bit uh, of a non-retired athlete. He look he's fucking ripped to shit. He can box clearly. Yeah, Baz no, can he- box. I think he. I think Baz had some boxing. Uh, like he was a junior boxer, so it's not like he doesn't have the skills required. And he spent most of his AFL career throwing. Yeah, exactly. So he, he's sort of he's got leaguing he, in him in that sense. Yeah, he was brushing up on his skills throughout his career. We're just maintaining him. You didn't yeah, want to sorry. lose them. Yeah, yeah. Brent Staker certainly. Uh, Google that. Uh, Brent was playing for West Coast Eagles when Barry just turned around and fed him. Yeah. Well, Barry didn't like how he was behaving. behaving. Um, now, Barry six foot what four? Mate, I'll get him up. Can we get the get the dimensions of? He's Barry? a lot. He's a lot bigger. He's a lot, a lot bigger. I reckon Barry would be about six three, six four. His reach would be about forty five meters. Gal six footish. Uh, so the height and reach for Barry is going to be tough. Barry six foot four. There you go. One hundred and four kilos. Not now, as heavy as I thought he'd be. Look. I reckon he's way heavier than that I now. He's way heavier Based than on the footage kids. I've seen, yeah. Barry's in mint condition. Yeah. Mint. Mint. Condition. And what's Gal? Five foot ten? I'd say Gal's five ten, eleven, maybe even six foot. He'd be a hundred what? He'd have no, to No, no, no. He's not six foot, I don't think. One point eight meters, so he's not. Okay, so he's just under six foot. He's five foot eleven. Five eleven. But they're putting him down as the same weight. Stocky, thick. Oh, he's thick as shit, dude. I've stood next to Gal before. He's as thick as they come. Uh, and from what... That's a big height and reach advantage, yes, though. Yes, it is. Five th- inches? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that... Like, what the tactic... Well, Gal's just got to... He's got to just get on the inside the and yeah. just and just start working the abs, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, see if See if they stack up to, to 300 quality. Yes, that's it. So they look... That's it. Keep they, him honest, Are Tom. they cosmetic? 
Is yes. Because you can get cosmetic abs. Absolutely you can. I'm looking into it. Now, with that in mind, Gal has to get on the inside and test Test the bod. Yeah, yeah. Keep him honest. Keep him honest. And also then, I mean, you know, swing heavily for the head. Just try and KO. Now, what dates are we looking at again for this fight of the century? Just so we can boy the punter and the dribbler. dribbler. Um, Danny Green promoting it as well. So it's like great fighters promoting great fights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Danny's been in a former fight of the century holder. Well, Danny's been there, done that, mate. Exactly. He's also won one of the fight of the centuries. He has won a fight of the century. Now, you'd think Danny would have it on his Instagram if he's promoting it, or I could just see the date. Code War, November 15, punters dribblers. In Melbourne, I believe. Main now, event. If you're feeling lazy and you want me to check that for you, happy to. November 15, a Friday night, traditionally when they have the big Aussie fights. Yes. Friday night, the punter and the dribbler. Pumped after a big week, looking to watch some blood sport, yeah. looking to watch some Lost code stand. wars. Code wars, people hitting each other hard. I still think Gallon wins. I think Gal wins. He's been boxing more regularly. Yeah, I think I think he'll outbox him. Yes. Gal's upset because they're only fighting two-minute rounds when usually, obviously, boxing three-minute rounds. Gal's calling out Bazzard a man up and fight three rounds. Well, look, look mate. If Bazza doesn't want to fight the three-minute rounds, I'm starting to lean towards cosmetic abs. Yes, that's that's certainly if you, not if, a good look. Mate, if they're cosmetic, that's what you want, two minutes. But if you're legit, if you're the real deal, if you've got Gerard Butler's taped on, yeah, then you can do the three yeah, minutes. you can do it. Uh, and Gal certainly has shown that he's got the tank. He's got, he's got the gas tank, although he is 37, so who knows. So, look, obviously we're on Team Gal uh, as a New South Wales captain. Yes. Former. Uh, having won the Shield for us in 2014. Correct. Have to show some loyalty there. Correct. Even though Baz did play for the Swans in their drought breaker, not as big a deal, unfortunately. Not for us. No. No. Not for us, no. 2014 was a much bigger drought breaker. Much bigger. Yes, it was. Although we appreciated the Swans' efforts and also just from a numerical standpoint, much bigger drought breaker for the Swans, but not for us. Not for us. Don't make us explain it. Uh November 15, obviously there's every chance we'll be down there in Furs, uh, ringside. But If someone wants to put us up ringside. Yeah, need that. Lead us, let us know. There's a baggy green in it for you. And we'll wear mink, guaranteed. Without a doubt. I'll wear a mink hat and a mink coat. Yep. I promise that. And chains. Yeah, bro. And walking sticks. Yeah, yeah. Chains, sticks, obnoxiously big hats and yep. coats. That's a promise that I will make to you. If you can line us up a couple of court ringside seats. Doesn't seem like a whole lot to ask No, for. it doesn't. Uh, that brings us to Sunday. Now, this Sunday, yes. Fight Sports continued. November 3rd. Dior. Oh, November no. 3rd. November 3rd. Um, yes, and that is a good one. Obviously, we were saying that at the start. Almost didn't happen. Nate Diaz, George Masvidal fighting for the bad motherfucker belt. Um, and then also in the undercards, pretty stuck. You got Darren Till versus Kelvin Gastelum. Darren Till going up to middleweight after, you know, having a title fight in welterweight, losing, then having a couple of losses. Masvidal, one of them. Um, that's a sick fight. Kevin Lee's also fighting on the undercard. Uh, Wonderboy Thompson couple other good ones to watch if you are a fight sports fan, an MMA fan. If you're not tough titties, you should you should be. Um, but the Diaz-Mazadal one almost didn't happen and is now back on because Yusada 
flagged that Nate Diaz had heightened or elevated levels of a certain substance. I believe it's called a SAM, which is an acronym for something else. So Dior, what SAM means. Yes. Because we're not going to. We're not to. going to. But he had an elevated level of it. I read up on this today. So what had been happening in the past with USADA and MMA fighters is if they had any elevated level for banned substance, they were suspended for a certain amount of time. Mm. What's been happening is a lot is that in the supplements game, whether it's you having creatine or this or that, there is uh, regular occurrences of... Uh, of uh, tainted samples. Tainted samples, right? So let's say your banned substances uh, is called a psalm, for lack of a better fucking term, and then the other one is creatine that you like to have. They are often made in the same place. Mm. So in one big vat, I'm making psalms, and then after that, I rinse it off, and then I start making creatine. It's like this may contain traces Trace of elements. nuts. Yes, exactly. Traces of nuts. And you'd be like, mate, I'm eating salmon. It's like, well, maybe that salmon came in contact with, with the nut. With the nut. So, you know, Dior, the origins of the salmon, if you have tendencies to anaphylactic uh, episodes, otherwise you will die. By the by. So... You can get psalms in your creatine or you can get creatine in your fucking whatever. Psalms. In your psalms. Um, and this happens all the time. So Asada has apparently... So this all happened. Nate Diaz, though, got on the front foot. So he found out he's been flagged but hadn't been suspended or anything. He came out and just went... He's like... He has been the biggest champion of clean fighting of anyone, if you don't know this. So he's come out and basically gone, uh, they flagged me for something. And I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting. And they've said, they told me to just sweep it under the rug for the fight and then deal with it afterwards. And he's like, fuck that. I don't want to have this taint in my career. Either fully exonerate me or I'm not fighting. Real badass move. He's like, so badass. He's like, I'm not having it. I'm not, I'm not having it. it. Even even his opponent, Masvidal, came out and was like, mate, I know that he's a clean fighter. Like, this is ridiculous. Let's just keep fighting. He's like, I don't even eat meat, mate. What's like, ridiculous, though, the real problem is, like, that USADA and the UFC were like, let's just sweep it under the rug and then do they it want it, they, Of course, they, they want, don't want to lose money. They want to, they want to save their cards. And it's not just any card. It's an MSG card, yeah. which is, like, huge, huge for the UFC. And all the bad motherfucker belt, all this stuff. Like, this is one of the most hyped fights in UFC history, without a doubt. And they just want to sweep it under the rug which is problematic to use a very uh 2019 term uh but whatever eventually he gets cleared he goes i won't fight until i get a full clearance and so what they've done now apparently it was decided in august but no one knew is there is a they now have a certain level for let's say for just psalms specifically, which again, you might have some people listening going, a psalm isn't a thing, you fucking idiot. But just just bear with us. You get what we're saying. Let's say for a psalm, there is a certain level that they will accept mm. for you to, as like a reasonable doubt, this is a trace element. Yep. And then another type of thing, they'll go, all right, well, that may not be, we may not accept as much uh, as we do for psalm for this one because this one's a little bit more red hot. So like... To save these fighters being suspended for like a couple of years based on these really minor, minor things, they've actually changed it now where they go, all right, that's a trace element. We can chalk that up to a tainted supplement, blah, 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 and play on. So there are these fighters now that were suspended for a length of time and now getting their bands overturned because they've changed this thing because it was almost like it was too meticulous. Mm. So they did that, and then with Nate, now like he's all good, he can fight. Dana White was like, "Yeah, there's no way he was. I knew he wasn't doing it." Da da da. 
I don't know what to make of it all. It's just a huge bed shit. And it's a, it's, that's what it is. It's a bed shit. But you know who comes out looking like a bad motherfucker is no. Nate Diaz. Because yeah. he goes, nah, bro, clear me or you don't get your fight. And he would Fucking have been, fix it. And he would have been getting, he would have stood to have lost a shitload of money had he not fought. But he's like, fuck it. Because he would have known that he was going to get cleared. He's like, mate, fix it. Yeah, fix, fix it. it. Fix it or I won't do it. Fix it. Love that about him, yeah. mate. So jacked. It's going to be a seriously, seriously sick fight. So, I was devastated that it was cool. I was like, mate, you can't be, you've got to be fucking joking. It's like, you? there is just, life isn't fair when shit like that happens. Because it happens a little bit in the fight game, yes, right? it does. It, it happens from time to time, but this would have really shit me. It would have really I've been pumped it. for this. Anyway, so with the, the, the belt, they're actually making a bad motherfucker belt. It's a one-off, but I guarantee you they'll do it again. They say it's a one-off. It's worth 55 grand, I think. Similar to when McGregor fought uh, Mayweather. Mm. and They made that they made belt. That yeah, that was belt. sick. Yeah. So they're doing that. And apparently, The Rock will be putting it on whoever wins. The Rock? Yeah. Because Mazadar was like, if I win, I want The Rock to put it on me. And The Rock was like, I think once the fight was made, The Rock was like, holy shit, I can't wait for this fight. Hit up Dana directly. Like, I need tickets to this fight. Da, 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 da. So... Just all there's just all these hype and little things about around it where it's like the UFC can't let this thing fall on its own. And they wouldn't have. And no. they haven't. And even if the mate, you, look with the UFC, it's probably like even if it was a legit test, it's going. Yeah, nah. it's a tough one. I want Nate Diaz to win, but I also am fucking frothing George Masvidal's run. That I'm like, I'm enjoying it, but I'm I'm an, I'm like Nate. Yeah, I'm so into him. Nate's just a he's thug. just so thug. Yeah, and so entertaining. Yeah. He's so wild. Yeah. It's just. They both are, though. He he gets me up at about yeah, 100%. time. Yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So yeah. come Sunday, we'll be at the pub. Yep. Enjoying it thoroughly. Marinating it. Marinating. Now, before we do move on from fight sports, did you see Conor McGregor's Russia press conference? Look, I didn't. It was weird. But I heard someone threw a shoe at him. Oh, there was at some point he got a shoe thrown at him and he just dodged it real quick. But it was like, but just by and large, the whole Why is he in there. Russia? I think because proper 12's over there now, his whiskey. So it's like whatever, but he's he doesn't like, come to Australia. No, well, of course he hasn't. Russia has like a billion people. Not really. No, but they got a fair few, bro, and they're probably more vehemently into fighting and shit. But I, I also think like, are they going to drink your whiskey? They hate you, bro. I don't think they do as much as you think. Like, as in. There's Russia and there's Dag Dagestan. Which is in Russia. Which is in Russia, absolutely. But there's still, like, obviously, Khabib is huge. He's like 15 million bloody Instagram followers. I don't think Connor's loved. I don't think he's loved as much as Khabib, but I also don't think, I think he's still loved. Right. But it's hard to tell. So, anyway, this press conference. Yeah, well, he's just over there, like, he's talking about this, he's talking about that, he says he's coming back, and then he's like, treating fighting as like a season now so next year is like a season that he's preparing for rather than just like training for individual fights so he's like I want to fight this date he wants to whoever, he doesn't know who he's going to fight but he's like I'm coming back January 18 and that's I'm fighting someone then he goes and then after that I want the winner of Diaz Masvidal and then after that I want the winner of Khabib Tony and that's my year and it's like brah and he's talking about how like you know I guarantee you that won't happen. Dedication has waned for him. And he's like, you know, you can't just keep being dedicated. Like he's saying all this stuff, but you're just like, you know, I mean, you just sort of go Mate, everyone so smart. You're smart, astute people when he fought Floyd were like, he's not going to come back. Yeah, it's because got Because he's money. got all this money. And then he came back and got absolutely Pumped. torn apart. 
And he still tries Khabib. to justify it. The Khabib one, he's like, didn't oh, you train got his, he reckons he got his camp wrong. You yeah. didn't get shit wrong, mate. You were sloppy. You looked awful. You looked down. You didn't look as. You fit. got pumped by an overhand right that was telegraphed two minutes before he threw it. For God's sake, you <laughs> you fucking you shot, mate. Yeah, you shot to bits. Now you it's say all you, it's hard say, to be motivated. Say all, all this yeah, cash. Of course, say all you want, though, bro. But like until you come back and. I'm just not that India because no. it's all fluff and it's all yeah. chatter. Yeah, that's and, it. All these press conferences mean nothing. Unless and all you do is promote proper 12 now. Like you become tacky. Yeah. Sorry, but you Sorry, have. Bro. So this is all meaningless chatter until you actually sign on to fight someone. And don't fight Frankie Edgar for God's no, sake. Yeah. That is the biggest yawn I've ever heard in my life. What, you're not dedicated, but you reckon you're going to come back and lose that weight and go down to 145? I don't think so. No, bro. no, Frankie what, would come up. Frankie would come up. Wasn't Frankie talking about going down? Yes, dude, it's ridiculous. It's like, the thing is, he needs to, if he loses his next fight, it's done. Right? Like, if he loses his next what, fight... What, so he's going to fight Frankie? Well, he needs basically like a tune-up fight at oh, least. God. This is, if you're thinking about it, like, he can't lose his next fight. He's no. lost. But he's, he lost, he's lost Floyd, Khabib, and then he's going to be... His th- the last time he will have won was against fucking Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, which was like 2016. four years ago. That'll be his last win. So it's like, if he loses again, it's like, okay, no, like, you're done, bro. And his image is gone. Like, he's he's just becomes like another fighter. He's not this... He's not the Mystic Mac bloody, you know... It's just all completely over. And you could even argue that it may impact the sort of like sales of his whiskey and shit because it's not, he's just not him anymore. Exactly. So he needs a, he needs to fight a lesser fighter, but Frankie Edgar is a yawn. <laughs> it's a yawn fest. Donald Mate. Cerrone, he'd be what, this cowboy, and there's Gus, Justin Gagey. Justin Gagey would be a sick fight. There's other sick fights, but Gagey, um, Gagey's a. Like he's a brawler, bro. That'd be a fucking. He's got a chin on him as well. Like. Yeah, yeah. I think he's in trouble. Yeah. Anyway, you want to spin it. Yeah. Which is why he's floating, Frankie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. It's a weird one. It wouldn't get me stiff at all. Nah, mate. Just throw caution on the wind. Sign on for Diaz three, and if you win, good on you. And if, and you, if you lose, at least we got a trilogy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I reckon. That's you what. Do. Yeah. Anyway, it remains to be seen. But that's fight sports, isn't it, Ed? That's UFC. Someone just left a voicemail. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Do you want to hold on? Let's just let's just listen to it clean. Uh, we've just been left this voicemail, punters, dribblers. Uh, so we are going to listen to this one. We've also got another one. We're going to play another dribbler, dribble on the voicemail. But best to just get to this one off the top. Uh, let's see who we are dealing with here. Uh, yes. Oh, it's very late, Dribble, very late, Dribble. You've spoken glowingly about the Steeper Stadium, Parramatta Stadium, Bankwest Stadium. Mate, the fucking bar needs to be sorted out. You can only buy mid-strength beers. You treat it like a child, okay? People rock up, they line up, and they buy fucking maps bin. They buy as many as they can and encourages the behaviour, and it's fucked. It's fucked. I lined up for 15 minutes to find out I could only get mid-strength, and one of them's Iron Jack. That's fucked. That's not even good when it's full strength. Boys, bring some life to it. Rally. You know, this is just insane. Insane. You wouldn't be treated like this overseas. It's not good enough. Boys, at shit underscore punter, triple ladder. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look, furious, and furious. rightly so. I will say this to the the dribbler whose name escapes me. Yeah, it did. I'm not sure if he left it. In stadiums in this country, so your Bank West, your ANZs, your SFSs, which will come back, Allianz when it comes back, if you're not a member, they give you mid-strength. That's just it. Yeah. You have to go to suburban grounds if you want the real stuff, the hard stuff, or you have to be a member, So, which is disgraceful, I yeah, reckon. And they're like, oh, if you're rich, you can be trusted. It's a class structure that just is sickening. It's disgusting. Being rich... Or you know, upper class doesn't mean that, that you, you can't drink. That it, like you can. I would. I'd argue that they should get the mids. Yes, now, because the dribbler, they can knock back full strength. Not they a can problem. Handle their they piss. can handle their piss, mate. I think it's. I think they've got it all wrong. Yeah, they have got it all wrong. It's. Uh, it's almost a little bit like reminds me of uh, the great James Cameron film, The Titanic. Yes. Uh, in terms of you know the lower deck, yes. being the punter and the dribbler, and the upper deck being your rugby union fans or your members. Yes. Look, they. That's what it feels like a little bit when you go to these these big stadiums now. The big stadia. Stadia. Yeah. Is that they they treat the punter and most notably, most the notably the dribbler as your third class citizen. Yeah. Pitcher Jack and his friend Tommy below deck, under deck, trying to get out when the fucking things the, the doors close. Well, look, that'd be interesting as well. If there was a fire in one of those stadiums, do they lock the dribblers in? They lock the dribblers in and wait until uh, all the women and children uh, and the rich members, people have rich left. People have left, and then the dribblers, if not already burnt beyond recognition, <laughs> are allowed to fight for their lives. So, look, unfortunately to the dribbler who just phoned in, we don't have the answers right no. now. But if you want to start penning some stern letters to Gladys, we can get them to her. We can get, it, we can get them to Gladys, we can, no We doubt. can get her to read them. Yes, but we can't promise changes. Uh, certainly not to Bank West. Steepest stadium in the land. I don't know if I heard you say that. You probably did. It seems like you know your stadia. Um, what I would suggest to you, young punter, or dribbler it sounds, is... The best way to combat that is to you've got to hack the system here because often the man is trying to keep the dribbler down. Any mm. good dribbler knows they've spent a life of being, you know, pushed pushed down by the the man. You just need to take your own alcohol, take a hip flask, take your hippie, take two hippies, take a couple of good hippies. Nothing like spicing up your iron jack. That's what I've always yes. said. Because uh, obviously, an iron jack, fair to say shit beer it's beta stuff it's beta stuff if you have an iron jack uh as your first choice then you know you're a beater and you just don't know it uh so i'd be going for a couple of hippies whiskey rum mm. rum rum's good whiskey's good St- strong stuff and then you don't need to worry yet you only need a couple of iron jack they're already ripping you off anyway that well, i'm sure they're charging you out the ass mate you, look it's going to be very cost effective you know what i mean yeah and if you just want to go in there and get a couple of Cokes as well and just top them up, spike them up. I mean, there's ways around it, but you've got to think on your feet. You've got to yeah. think on your toes and don't let the man get it over you. The dribbler has to be crafty because the, the system's set up to, to work against you. It, mate, it's set up to oppress the dribbler yeah. in particular. In particular, So you dribbler. need to be crafty. Yeah. You need to think ahead. Plan ahead. Plan. Think outside the box. But if you want a nice full-strength schooner, get up to Brookvale. That's it. Get up to Brookie. Beautiful hill, beautiful ground. Asbestos filled fills the air. Get a nice lung full. Get a full strength, and watch a team that likes to win. Like it, uh, you watch a team that wins prems, wins rings. Now it sounds like you might be a Parramatta fan, and that's your problem. Well, it sounds like he was out there for the football. Ah, uh, you were out there for the nines. 
No. GWS, GSW, Greater Western Sydney and Sydney FC. They played. Oh, you're out there for Friday the football. Oh, that's would that would be my soccer. Yeah, right. You're out there for the soccer. Well, we can't help you at all then. But that you just got to plan ahead. Plan ahead. Be interested to know whether he's part of the red and black block. Not that interested though. Uh, one more dribbler, dribble here on the hotline. Uh, keep him coming, punters, keep coming. dribblers. Here we go. G'day, boys. It's uh, Hamish, Tom's cousin. Mm. Just wanted to uh, call up. Thought we had a good uh, a good dribble, and, and the bloke it happened to wasn't willing to call himself. But uh, Lockie, Lockie Westock, he's a, he's a long-time listener of the show. He actually woke up this morning and went to his car and found that uh, it was on bricks. And now we all thought this was only something that happened in, you know, Detroit or, you know, real, real nasty places in the US. But, but he had two wheels stolen off his 2002 RAV4. Yes, 2002 RAV4. And, uh, yeah, he got to the car this morning and found it was on bricks. And he wanted a shout-out, but he wasn't willing to do it himself. So I just wanted to do the shout-out on his behalf. Lockie West off. 2002, grab four that he owns on bricks. Cheers. Cheers, Tim. Jesus. Was it, was it Lockie Wet Sock? Lockie. <laughs> I think it was Lockie Wet Sock. Uh, now, Lockie, uh, or Wetty as he's known <laughs> to his mates. Um, I mean... I don't, I don't know how to. What's a what's a Rav Four, a two thousand two Rav Four rolling with? What sort of rims are on a? Well, what's a, well, I think more specifically, what's a two thousand two Rav Four tire worth? Yeah, uh, and certainly uh, probably not a new tire. Now I'm wondering because Lockie's such a pussy, he couldn't call in himself. Mm. Lockie Wet Sock, thus Wet Sock, thus Wet Sock. Uh, is this sort of like you know? This is almost karma here. This is Rav Four karma. Um, Look. He, they they knew they could smell it on your Rav Four. Yeah, this is a bloke that wouldn't call in himself. Yeah, and so you and so he doesn't need these tires. No. Shout out to you though, Wet Sock. Uh, but I mean, would have liked to have heard it from you. Would have liked to have mouth. heard it from your mouth. Thanks to Hamish for calling us up. I don't know. I've never known anyone, and I mean anyone, to have their tires taken. It, it I've seen it a handful of times in Dubbo, but very rarely. Now, very rarely. It, it's rare in Dubbo. If it's mm. rare in Dubbo. And I'm um, literally on bricks. Well, because they jack it up and, and then, then they bricks, take the tires and, then, and just put it, bricks on. And then here we go. I mean, I, I'm, a 2002 it, RAV4 is also like. It's uh, actually like, it's quite polite of them to put the bricks under there. You know what I mean? Otherwise, they just put it back on the, on the ground, on the, on the rims. Yeah. And that, the, and that damages the car more, maybe. So that, look, you know, there are polite thieves. Yeah. Considerate thieves. Um, is I don't know why. If you're out and about looking for tires, 2002 Rav Four probably not one that I would think on the top of the money maker list. No, I wouldn't have thought that Rav Four, a 2002 Rav Four, is your go-to tire. Or did they, or do they smell it and go, "This bloke wet socks not going to do anything wet about socks, it." Wet socks just going to let this one. He'll go. let it go through yeah, the. He's keeper. not going to follow up with the police. Yeah, he's going to let it go through the keeper. And maybe also because it's a 2002 Rav Four, he knows that no one in their right mind really cares about their car if it's a 2002 Rav Four. In the sense of going, "Well, fuck it, it's a 2002 Rav Four." He's not going to miss these tyres. No, he's not going to miss the tyres. And they're probably not that expensive to replace because it's a 2002 RAV4. 
Yeah, but sure. I mean, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to steal. I would well, have loved I'm just, a photo. It, Lockie Wetsock, if you've got a photo, please send. You'll it. redeem yourself with a photo. And look, shout out to you. Long-time punter dribbler. I mean, no, we feel sorry for it. We just knock that. We just would have liked you to, you know. We, look, we would have been, it would have been a better story coming from your mouth. Yes. Because it's your Rav4. This does, this that dribble there actually poses quite an interesting, or brings quite an interesting point to what I like the dribbler hotline to be, is I like to hear yarns like this as well, actually. Yes. Like, if you got stories, I do know one that uh, I can't go into great detail with, but I was told the other day about a mate of ours, Scalzi. Um, he uh, he played in a tennis tournament on the weekend and uh, may have had a couple to drink and I think maybe broke his ankle as he played, right? Funny yarns. So you're just like these stories where you're sort of going like, mate, this happened. My car got the tires taken. Yeah, if you, well, it's the dribbler hotline. It's the dribbler hotline. If you've got famous yarns. Yeah, or famous dribbles, Famous dribbles. If there's a moment where you bloody, you know, like almost tales of the punter dribbler as much as anything. Yes. You know, have, you, have you, did you win it for your team? The book of dribble. Did you, did you lose it for your team? Did you pull off a famous knock on the weekend? It did, yeah, look, and you can, you can call in with stories from yesteryear. Yeah. They don't have to be current. No. Like ring us up and tell us how you missed the conversion to win the fucking Div- yeah. Division 5 bloody Central West. Group 11 fucking grand final. You know what I and mean? And you've never quite got over it. We want to hear that. That's the stuff we love. That's the stuff to. that gets Tom and I out of bed. Yes. Better believe it. So If I know I've got that sort of yarn to listen to, I'm out. Yeah. I'm up. I'm ready to go. And I'm ready to rip into it. And a the new punter week. and the dribbler enjoy that. Yeah. So We're a community here. We're sharing yarns with one another. It's not just about Eddie and I. It's not like you're just sharing that yarn with us. You're sharing it to the community. Mm. Of punters. Of punters. And dribblers. Yes. So we'd encourage that um, as well as your anti-Bankwest Stadium bar. Oh, we're into anti-Bankwest yarns if it's yarn related. But yeah. no, I won't have it against its steepness. No, no, no. You should, well, I won't have anti-steepness rhetoric. Steep's in the land. But play on. Otherwise, play on. Play like on. that. Thanks to the dribbler about Bankwest. Thank you to Hamish. Thanks to Wetsock. Uh, good luck with the new tyres. Please send us a photo if you've got a photo of your car on bricks. That will make my day. Yeah. Uh, but that is uh, dribbler dribbles, Eddie. And just as I consult my uh, notes might be the uh, everything. Believe it's the podcast. It is. Um, quick shout out to the Crumbles for getting it done again. Uh, top of the ladder, 5-0. and oh. Who can beat them? Who can beat them? No one, evidently, because the team on the weekend couldn't beat them. Who can beat them? Couldn't do it. Uh, Bogut and the boys really just turning it off. Bogut, boy, and the boys. Up and down the court. Up and down the court. Jumpers. Fucking slam dunks. Jays. Jays. Fadeaways. Cross court. Crossovers. Uh, Blocks. Full court steals. Man. Too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. Uh, quick shout out to Davey Warns, the Dark Angel, for coming back and getting a ton. First ton of the summer. Meaningless ton, but a ton nonetheless. Flat track bully. Loves it. Loves it. And hopefully more to come this summer. David, good to see you back. What I do want to say, Eddie, before we go, we've got to promote something that's coming out. We're, we're, what we're up to this Saturday. Oh, yes. So we've got, we're trying out a new thing. We try things here and here and there. Um the Saddle Club. Saddle Club. So this was an idea that was presented to me by a friend of the show, Scott Rumble, I believe. Shout out, Scott. It may have been Scott. It may have been 
look, it was someone. Yeah. That's all. Do you know who it was? Do you know who it was? Now, they were like, wouldn't it be funny if you filmed yourself watching the races? And so I've come to Tom with the idea. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to sit down on my couch. Yes. And get inebriated. 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 Shit faced. Well, we're going to indulge in a couple of responsible beverages. That's right. And we're going to punt. On some ponies. And in that, we think there may be some entertaining Mate, tidbits for the punter and the dribbler. Basically, we're going to film ourselves punting and drinking. Yes. And whipping ponies home. And if you would like to get along with us yeah. on Saturday, Derby Day, we'll be, we'll be on the bloody socials. We'll be on the gram. Yep. We'll be punting and we'll be dribbling. And then we're going to film it and cut it together into... A Saddle Club episode. The Saddle Club. That's our and, and whenever there's a nice race meet on that we're not at the track for, Saddle Club. Saddle Club. Giddy up. Unless it sucks. Now, we will also be before the before the meet, we'll be we'll keep it focused on Melbourne, I think, for Derby Day, yes. Punters Dribblers. Yes. We will release our Saddle Club tips. Yes. Nine of the best, ten of the best, whatever the race card is. You've got to follow it all day. Yeah. Now, that's where the money will be made. Tom and I will be doing the research later this week to find the winners for you, the punter and the dribbler. Correct. We will be whipping those things home. Whipping them hard. Uh, you can either follow us live or we may release them at the start. We're not sure. Well, we'll release, we'll release our Saddle Club tips on race day. Because what we're going to be doing is the Saturday morning Saddle Club thing tip is a is a ten race multi. Yes, for glory. Yeah, like so I can buy a fucking I can buy a, a, a golf string. Yeah, do you That's know what it. I mean? <laughs> and then after that, send in your tips and we'll have a crack. Yeah, yeah. Each yeah. Race. We'll see how you know we're going to have a ten race multi and then just race to race. Yes. Uh, now, obviously, checkies will be put out. And obviously, islands will have deposits put upon them. Yes. So uh, either get on board or miss out on an island or in a Gulf Stream. But that's all. Until next week, it's at Halo Sport Podcast on Instagram. Correct. Like, subscribe, five stars. Better believe it. Share it with your mates. Get them on board. Leave a review. Leave a review. Tag them in the gram. Whatever the fuck you got to do. But that is us. Love you, punters, dribblers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?